Welcome to Hooligan Radio, the podcast that covers movies, video games, cryptids, true crime, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Today is a very special episode. This is Josh. I have Zach here with me. Zach, how you doing? Well, I'm doing great. Ready to ruin adventures for a lot of people. <laughs> and we have Isaiah here as well. How's it going, guys? You can just call me uh, Noob Master 69. Uh, I like also to introduce the Captain Marvel of my world, Alyssa. How are you doing, Alyssa? I'm smiling so big. <laughs> uh, she will be our special guest for this spoiler filled, but only spoilers at the end. And by end, well, I the mean bulk of it, yeah. the, the three quarters of the rest of the podcast. So for, for anyone listening, just do it right now. Yeah, for, for anyone listening, you're safe right now. But this episode will be basically all about Avengers Endgame. So we'll talk very briefly at the beginning, spoiler free, our thoughts on it in case somehow you haven't seen it, and then we'll let you know before we jump into spoilers. Plus, time codes are always down below. Um, but I think Isaiah, you said first you wanted to talk about the numbers behind what Endgame has done. Yeah, I figured that we'll kind of try to keep the same structure of our podcast, and we'll mm-hmm. go into news first. But the news will be Endgame related. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I know that the projections domestically were like over three hundred million, which would be breaking a record. Did the numbers actually come in yet? Yeah. Or? So I'm going to check and see if the actuals have come out. It looks like they have. So for a little bit of context, um, the biggest. United States weekend opening of all time just a few years ago was held by The Force Awakens, uh, which I believe was about $240 million. Um, Infinity War last year broke that record with $257 million. So going into this year, everybody was saying, could Endgame finally be the movie to break $300 million? Something no, no, no movie's ever done before. So the actuals have come in domestically, and Avengers Endgame in that three days made $357 million. Holy shit! So $100 million more than the second biggest opening, Infinity War, last year. So that's much higher than anyone expected. And then on top of that, globally, it made $1.2 billion over the weekend, which no movie has made a billion dollars or more in its opening weekend. So it crushed every record there really is out there when it comes to an opening weekend. Damn. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, this is the first movie I've ever seen, like the very first showing of, so it broke that (laughs) record for me. It's also the first movie I've seen twice in theaters. In the same, yeah. well, it's Monday. Even the, I mean, it was in weekend. the same weekend, but yeah. the first movie ever to be seen twice in theaters by me, <laughs> except for when I was working at the drive-in. So, broke some PRs for me. This was the first movie by myself. I I went to go see by myself. Oh yeah, how was that? Well, Isaiah, you it did too, okay. right? Your second time. It was. There was a couple parts of the movie where I I, I just feel like I have bad luck going to the movies. That's just the thing. Dude, the second time I, I went to see it, the guy sitting directly next to me, one seat away from me, was sleeping and snoring. It was crazy. Like, from <laughs> 40 minutes in, he was knocked out till the end. This lady behind me just started scream crying halfway through the movie. And not even, like, the part that you thought would be, like, the part that you would do it at. Just scream crying for no joke, like, three minutes. It felt <laughs> that way on the inside. I thought oh. someone was going to attack her. How was your movie attendance experience, Alyssa? Did you have any well, crazy kiddos or anything like that? I did. I had these kids that were next to me that were annoying. I'm like, do I become that adult? That's just like, if you don't shut up, I'm going to punch you in the face. Like, I got real close. That's an adult oh, thing. Oh, there's there's Iron Man. Oh, there's this. And I'm like, uh-uh. But I held my pee the whole time, so that yes. was... 
That was a record in itself. Did you have any accidents out of this group? (laughs) No, I was able to... I I went pee twice before the movie, just to make sure. And uh, (laughs) I was able to to hold it. um, Just a little bit more context on uh, the numbers real quick. I said worldwide, no movie had opened to more than a billion. So it, it that doesn't mean like there's been movies at 900 million or anything. The record holder before Endgame was also Infinity War worldwide at 640 million. Wow. So this basically oh, wow. almost doubled Infinity War worldwide. So at this point, I think it's safe to say if you're not adjusting for inflation, because if you adjust for inflation, Gone with the Wind made like 10 billion dollars. But if you don't, <laughs> if, if you don't adjust for inflation, really the only question left at this point is is uh, Endgame going to top Avatar worldwide? Um, so to give you give you the quick numbers on that, if you're looking at um, all-time worldwide, Avatar from 2009 made 2.7 billion. So that's that's the record right now. Um, and then Titanic is 2.1 billion. Infinity War last year is 2 billion. That's always been like an untouchable record with Avatar because you think about how much money like The Force Awakens, Infinity War all made, barely crossed 2 billion. So this is basically already at 1.2 billion. Um, do you guys think this will end up being the highest grossing movie of all time? Easily. I think of so. Of all time? I, the only reason why I think so is because I know out of, out of our friends specifically, we still have six to maybe ten friends who haven't seen it that I could be like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Quit fucking around. But if it was like all of my friends had seen it already, I'd be like, no, I think it's going to peter out here. But I still have friends who are like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to go when there's a ton of crowds. And I'm like, so you're going to wait four weeks? What do you do? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, I think it was super, sorry. No, <laughs> go ahead. Super rare. Like, there were sold out theaters days after the premiere. Yeah. Which I feel like I don't see that a lot, so oh, if yeah. that tells you anything. I was going to see it yesterday at like 6, and there were no tickets on Sunday at 6. And I was wow. like, that's mm-hmm. absurd. Yeah, you know, I heard a couple stories. It's funny because Captain Marvel actually got bumped back up to number 2 at the box office this week at $8 million, <laughs> which compared to 357 is nothing. But it got bumped <laughs> up. People were saying that they saw people trying to buy Endgame tickets just like walking up to the box office and everything was sold out. So they were like, okay, we'll just see Captain Marvel today, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, crazy. It, it Stay in the family. Good settling movie. So, yeah, so it's almost impo- it was almost impossible to just go there and, and, and see it, you know, buy tickets there. Um, I think that, I don't think it's a guarantee that it's going to pass Avatar, but I think this is the first movie since Avatar that's like a cultural event. Like, Avatar was like, even if you didn't care about Avatar, you still saw it because I was like, okay, this is like a thing everyone's yeah. talking about. I feel like this mm-hmm. is the first time since then, because like, The Force Awakens and Infinity War, those were really big movies for their subgenres, you know, uh. for fans mm-hmm. of that. But this is like, you know, my grandmother is asking about Endgame. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's talking about Endgame. So, yeah. I think one of the biggest, like, plays that they probably made, and it wasn't even that really that big of a deal in hi- like in hindsight, but I think it could be playing to it, is Infinity War is probably one of the most accessible movies currently compared to, like, and that is, like, basically the biggest trailer for Endgame. Yeah. You, like, mm-hmm. go on Netflix and it's recommended to you or you could easily find it by browsing. You're like, oh, I guess I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, boom, now you're here and you've had a whole year to prepare and watch the other 20 movies if you wanted to. So I feel like that really plays to it is, like, these people... How many people have Netflix? Fucking a billion at this point. Like, all of those people had access to be like, okay, like, 
there's a lot of people in the superhero genre talking about Infinity War. Maybe I'll start to check this stuff out. And then yeah. when this comes out, they like have cr- increased the people who would see it by so much. Um, but I think what is insane is the repercussions of this movie coming out. Have you seen like the videos and the articles about people getting basically just like beat up for spoiling yeah, yes. the movie? Yeah, I was actually going to bring that up for like my news of just the multiple freaking articles I've read of people walking out screaming the uh, spoilers and just getting gang fucking destroyed by people. Yeah, yeah. I uh, wasn't there a football player too. Yeah, LaShawn McCoy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a dick. He went on Twitter and spoiled some stuff. We had a friend, and I don't even think any of my friends actually listen to this podcast except for the ones who have been on it. But we had a friend (laughs) in one of our other group chats who just put the ending in the group chat because he was getting picked on all night by the friends in that group chat. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. But no, I saw a video. I opened it up that morning, and I was just like, Okay, so someone ruined it on here because people are pissed. I can't look through this now. Yeah, so there's turmoil in our, was, in was our that other friend, group. Was chain. that friend removed from the group? Is that a removable offense? I, I think it is a removable offense, but I do not know if anybody removed him. He, he, um, he made up for it. He purchased the uh, one person who was actually truly ruined for tickets to see the movie. Yeah, I don't even so know if that's forgivable, though, at that. Yeah. And didn't that person already have tickets, probably? I mean, that's bad. You'd be dead to me. I would not forgive yeah. you. Right, right. At the yeah. same time, though, you know the weekend, you, you should have not been in that group chat, probably. Right. <laughs> the other thing is, like, I had that, you know that feeling you get where, like, you're holding your phone and, like, you're in a car and, like, you get that s- slight moment of, I should throw this out the window. Yeah. And then you just <laughs> are like, what the fuck am I thinking yeah. about? No. I had that. When I came out of the theater, I was like, I should text the group. No. Oh, I say uh, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> yeah, um, I had a moment before I saw the movie last week when I had gotten off social media. I was still on YouTube, and my dumbass was reading the comments underneath a trailer. And all I saw, and this isn't a spoiler, so I like it's not going to say exactly what happens, but it was just someone saying they saw the leaked footage that had come out, and they're like, "Well, I saw the leaked footage, so." And I just threw my phone. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't finish the comment. I'm like, "Nope," just threw my phone. And then I was like, "I, I can't. I got to be more careful." Oh, that's crazy! <laughs> I'd have lost my mind. Yeah, um, but let's let's actually get into the movie, I guess. So we've talked about the numbers. Um, so right. I don't even know where to really start <laughs> so, without going into spoilers. So. We're doing a variant of one of our new segments. We're doing trying random shit. So I'm going to start a timer on my phone. And we're going to talk about the movie without spoiling anything about it for this time. And then after that time, we will pause. We will tell you that spoilers are coming. And then you can't blame us if you get the movie spoiled yeah. to you. Because you'll have the time to pause the podcast and go see it. So let me start the timer. What do you guys think? Can you think we can do seven minutes without spoiling it, or ten sure, minutes? It'll be cool. Well, let's start with seven. We'll yeah, start we with can seven. Always go more. We can't yeah. do less. So I guess we can all just go around. I'll start. We can just kind of give our general, you know, background of the MCU as far as what we've seen, what we're familiar with, and what we thought of the movie. So I, uh, you know, I have seen all of them. I own all the movies. So. Not a comic book fan. I've never really read comic books, um, but I, I've seen all the movies. I loved them. I thought my favorite thing about this movie, um, because it's not really like a movie. Like I said this about Infinity War, that it's not really a movie. It's a one big third act, but this is like just an extended third act from yeah, Infinity War, okay. really. Um, but my favorite part is the... Um, it rewards you for watching all of the movies. Like mm. It rewards you in the sense of like, 
big things and little things in there that you go like, oh, that's from that. But it's not in like a cheap way. Like, oh, remember this? Right. You know, like they do it in a way that really pays it off. And obviously we'll talk about that more in spoilers. But that was my favorite part was that it was able to not just pay pay it off on the big issues that like people who maybe haven't seen many of the movies can relate to, but also on the very minuscule level that, hey, if you did a marathon watching all the movies leading up to this, you know, you'll be able to pick those out. Right. Um, so yeah. I, I really enjoyed, you know, that part of it. Um, what about what about you, Alyssa? Or Zach or Isaiah? Uh, <laughs> Whoever wants to go. <laughs> Ladies first. Oh, well, um, I mean, I'm still recovering from it, to be honest. Like, it's been four days, and I'm still in shock of everything that I saw and everything that was going on. I've been, like you guys, watching them all um, this whole time. And I do – I dabble a little bit in the comic books. Um, so I just – I mean, it was the expectation that I held. Like, I went I went in thinking it would be something totally different, and then it just, like, surprised me in the, like, most amazing way, I guess. <laughs> um, but – uh, no, it was just... I'm trying not to spoil right now. It's yeah, making so me hard. very anxious. Yeah, you have to <laughs> right. think of what you're about to say. Well, that's fine. I, was... can, I can walk no, it I'm... back here and say exactly <laughs> what Josh was saying was the review I gave Zach when I hung out with Zach in between the time I saw it and he saw Ooh, it. That was dangerous. I was like, Zach, the... My review for the movie is the more Marvel movies you've seen, the more this movie will pay off for you yeah. until you get to a certain point, And then after that, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it's just really cool and, after and it, it that. Was, it was very difficult because me and Isaiah saw this together on Thursday night. It was, it was very hard for me to restrain myself. Like every time something happened, I wanted to lean over and be like, did you understand that? <laughs> like, right. I, know, I know you told me you didn't see that one. Let me explain it to you. But I'm like, I, this is going to ruin the experience. <laughs> right. So the cat's out of the bag. I have the least Marvel experience. But, yeah, I was just like, I bet that that meant something to someone due to the fact that someone in the theater either gasps or claps. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, missed that one. Maybe I'll catch it the next time. Yeah. Uh, Zach, what about you? Uh... I will oh god spoilers it was good overall <laughs> I liked it a lot I thought it was and I don't think this is spoiling anything but it was a good ending to where the it was a good ending to where the story is currently I guess <laughs> I love I watching it. my friends dance around ruining this so movie cool. <laughs> yeah um, one thing I'll say this isn't a spoiler let me know if anybody else feels this way I tweeted this out I was exhausted when I got home. Yeah. And I see a lot 100%. of movies. Yeah, I see a lot of movies, so it's not like I'm exhausted from sitting in the theater. I don't know what it was about the movie. Maybe it was the emotion or whatever it brought out of me, but I passed the F out when I got home. <laughs> and I was, like, the thought of seeing it again that weekend was like, I'm like, I don't know if I can go through that again. Do it again. <laughs> like, I'm definitely going to see it again, but I, I couldn't do it again this weekend. It was it, physically exhausting to, to mm -hmm. watch. Not really in a bad way, though. In a good, <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. No, I can get I get that. But... I, I, one of the other things is I've seen – I don't know if it's true or if I, it might just be advertising, but there is a box set called The Infinity Saga coming out where it's all of the movies on Blu-ray. Uh, you don't need it. You already I'm have the one. I'm going to sell all the movies and get the box set. <laughs> and I'm, saying, I'm thinking that that box set is probably one of the best cinematic box sets you could oh, yeah. probably mm -hmm. buy. There's going to be 100%. some in there that won't appeal to you. Um but with the culmination like the being Endgame, yeah. 
that was probably worse. Yeah, so I have, a, I have a question for all of you, but first I'll say, uh, with the box set, <clears throat> the great thing about having a box set with this is like, oh, you know they're going to make more movies, and it's like, yeah, but this is like a, this is like an, they call it the Infinity Saga, right? Like, in comic books, even though I don't read them, I know that they call, when a certain person does a certain run on a character, they call it an omnibus once it's over, like they're done writing about it. Mm-hmm. So if you take mm-hmm. that period and that's an omnibus you can buy it's the whole thing so this is kind of the same way for the movies even though there will be obviously Disney's not going to stop making movies uh, after this Mm -hmm. you can get this and if you wanted you could (coughs) stop in theory here if you wanted and be like this is the first saga these first three phases right Um, so that's why I probably will sell my Blu-rays and buy the box set (laughs) my question for Mm -hmm. you guys is how much would be the most you'd be willing to pay for that box set. I don't, I don't know, dude. <laughs> oh, God, you know that's going to be a couple hundred dollars. Easy. At least. I mean, 22 movies. Right. Yeah, and there are, if they're all Blu-ray, what's that probably like? Probably 4K. 40 bucks a, le- a piece, probably. All right, I'm going to take it. How much con- Blu-rays go for? So 4K right now is about 30 to 35 bucks a copy, if it, if it is 4K, which would be kind of dumb if it wasn't. So I'm going to take a consensus from the group here and ask if the question I want to ask would be spoilers. Would asking about the Russo brothers be spoilers? Should we save that for in two minutes? Like, as far as if they're going to make more movies? Well, I saw that they aren't going to make more movies. Yeah. But are they... Mm-hmm. How involved were the Russo brothers in all 22 films? Oh, yeah, due to the not, fact that okay. they're like... Due to the fact that those four films were basically yeah. the culmination of Yeah, they, they weren't... Uh, Alyssa, you're going to say, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. What? Oh, I was going to say... That's not... I wouldn't say that's a spoiler. Um... It's just they directed Captain America 2, Captain America 3, Infinity War, and then this movie. Oh, they didn't direct Age of Ultron? uh, No, that was Joss Whedon. But keep in mind, from when they were making Infinity War in this movie, they had the directors who made the other individual movies, like, consult. So, like, Ryan Coogler, Taika Waititi, they were all there on set, like, consulting, kind of, like, producing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's how they were able to be like, hey, Taika Waititi, we know you're making Thor Ragnarok, how should that character be in this movie? You Mm. know? Um, And then, obviously, there's Kevin Feige, who is, he is the one producer that's Across all Yeah, he's in charge of Marvel Entertainment, yeah. Um, Okay. So... All right. We've made it to the time. I didn't get wait. I didn't get an answer from anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, we continue. Uh, uh, I would probably say that this is at least over five hundred dollars, and I don't know if I'll purchase it right away. Uh, not, uh, That's like a whole PlayStation, my I guy. Don't, I don't know if I would buy it for five hundred. I mean, I mean, but like, let's let's put it this way: if you did the thirty dollars, and we'll just do thirty dollars times twenty-two. That's like seven. That's bucks. like six hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, dog. Yeah, I get that, but I mean, you're going to get a, a, I would say, probably four ninety nine. I guess would be a fair price. Yeah, I don't even know if I would do it. No fucking chance. <laughs> I don't even know if I would do it, though. Like, I would have to get a, a substantial return. You know return. it's going to have, like, uh, deleted scenes and, like, yeah. all this other stuff, too, and then that's only going to add, like, another $50 worth of value into it, so. Damn, all right, let's say it's $500. Who here is, buy- who here is buying that? Nobody, right? No, not right now. I can't do it, dog. I would just get Disney Plus and hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. they're probably all on there. Little collection. Yeah, yeah. they're probably all yeah. The, how much would that be? Five hundred dollars. How many years of Disney Plus? Is that? <laughs> a, lot. a lot. A lot of years. Yeah. Well, it'll so that might be better. They're not going to take it off. Yeah, that's true. It'll get you the first year, and then who knows what Disney's going to raise yeah, the price to? Yeah, it's going to be like now it's a hundred dollars oh, yeah. a year. We're Amazon Prime. So. Is there anything else non-spoiler-wise anyone wants to say before we, we jump in? Obviously, we all recommend it, I assume. 
Yeah, I would say it's pretty up there. Definitely go see it. In the theater, if you can. Mm. I would say it's worth it. God, fuck. No, I don't know. Fuck theaters, man. I hate... Someone also <laughs> shat themselves during it. Stop. And like, Sorry, literally what? The la- like, literally shat their pants, because the last no. 30 minutes, someone around me just it's a, like... Well, that's a long three hours, my guy. You gotta hold it in. But, like, <laughs> come on. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, at first I was like, oh, it's a fart. But it stayed there till the end of the movie, and I'm just like, all right. You Amen. all fucking suck. Go to a go to a classier theater than that. Yeah, come on, come on. Man. Go to oh, and that, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you, Isaiah. So we saw an IMAX. It was your first IMAX movie, right? Did you notice a difference? Did I you... did not notice no? a difference. Okay. I went, I went and saw it today in standard and noticed no right. nothing. All nope. Right. So would not would not go to IMAX again. Uh, and probably. I mean, I got a cool collector's ticket, but I don't know where I put it. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> did you give it the? Did oh, you put two. it in her purse? No, I no. put it in my pocket, and then I think I put it in my car. But I haven't looked forward to my car. Guys, I just ripped the U off my pants, so now it just says S of A. All right, let's jump into spoilers. <laughs> All right, so if you are listening to this and you haven't seen Endgame, we are going to give you a ten second pause. That's way longer than it would ever take for me to walk to whatever I'm listening to this on and pause it. Are you ready? Ten, nine. Oh, we're doing it. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Okay, we are officially in spoiler territory. We gave you enough warning. If you tweet at us and complain, I'm just going to say. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so I have the uh, outline, kind of the hero of the movie, of the events of the movie. We're gonna go through. Um, and if I, this is off of a, this is a three-hour movie that I'm trying to remember off of seeing it. I once. saw it today, so I can, <laughs> yeah. I can fill in the gap. So if, I, if I'm missing anything, feel free to you know let me know. But let's just start from the beginning and just get everyone's thoughts on the main points of the movie. And then if we miss anything at the end, we can bring up stuff as well. Uh, but I, so we start off with Hawkeye, yeah, and okay. his family on the farm. Mm-hmm. Disappearing. Yeah. What did you guys think of that opening scene? Great. I thought it was a I great immediately... way to bring Hawkeye back into it. I thought it was great. I was like, they're just diving right in, I guess. Like I had to take a deep breath. I was like expecting a little bit more of a build up to like when it gets real, but it got real real fast. I really thought yeah. I was gonna learn how to shoot a bow and I totally <laughs> didn't get to learn. I was super mad. But yeah, no, from the very first like two minutes of the movie, I was like, I'm in. Yeah. And I <laughs> Weird part of that entire scene. I learned people put mayo on hot dogs during that scene. Oh, no, they don't. No, they they don't. shouldn't. They shouldn't. <laughs> but... <laughs> That's what they said. That's too. why I, they got dusted. That's why, yeah. yeah. When um, the little kid asked, How about ketchup? And I was like, Yeah, okay. Yeah, now yeah, we're back bad. at it. Um, but I uh, I hate, uh, I shouldn't say I hate, but one of the, uh, it really annoys me when people like make comments during the movie like I, you know cheering laughing clapping that's all cool but I hate when people try and make comments when the first frame popped up and it was Hawkeye and his daughter I audibly said oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> and then I went oh, okay I gotta stop talking the, movie, the movie's on <laughs> but uh, yeah devastating first scene I think from the trailers um, they did a really good job of not showing what was going on but I think we all knew this was this was mm-hmm. gonna happen so yeah. it made sense mm-hmm. to put it up front I think that the reports about from the trail about the trailers were correct too. Basically, all of the trailers were from the first twenty minutes, except for the last one. Maybe showed 
something from the last hour yeah. and a half. But, but there was plenty of like manipulated right. shots and right. those types of things. So, um, but that Hawkeye scene, as soon as we saw in the trailer, his daughter shooting the book, we all knew they were getting dusted. Yeah. Um, and then that, from there, we go to Tony and Nebula on the uh, Guardian ship. He says that they were able to fix it enough to fly, and now they're stranded in space. Uh, we get him recording the message to Pepper, and then they get saved by uh, Captain Marvel, which was one of the theories of how they would get saved. Um, mm-hmm. So w- what did you guys think of that whole sequence? We got to see him playing paper football for a minute there. I thought that was hilarious. Right, yeah. What did you guys think of that sequence? I... It was okay. I was confused on how out of the the immenseness of the universe <laughs> that Captain Marvel was in yeah. the right place at the right time. But Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If we're analyzing that scene specifically, yes, yeah. that is one thing where I'm just like, huh, yeah. how did that happen? It, it was like the obvious answer yeah. of how they were going to get saved, and when it happened, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Like, <laughs> like, let's move on. Get saved <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to watch half an hour of Iron Man. Another Netflix. thing <laughs> yeah. is... It was crazy to me how sickly Robert Downey Jr. looked in that scene and then the scene yeah, after they get home. saved. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, he looks bad. Yeah. Like, I was like, that's crazy. I, that, that has to be CGI, I assume. Oh, yeah, I could not imagine he actually starved himself for the role. <laughs> that would be insane. Uh, I, I bet he could. For Christian one Bale scene, though? For what were you scene? saying, Alyssa? Oh, no. I, I was just going to say, yeah. But, no, like, Nebula, I thought it was nice to, like see her softer side like when she went to go give the food like when he offered it to her and then she like gave back to him like my heart mm-hmm. dropped I'm just like oh look at her I mean <laughs> yeah. I don't think she can yeah I don't think she eats but yeah. <laughs> I think there was a I think there was a lot of that she in this batteries. movie there was a lot of uh, humanizing Nebula I think in this yes. movie uh, that I liked um, so they do get back as you said uh, and I didn't see this coming. Tony kind of freaking out, still being pissed at Steve, mostly from the events of Civil War, but also Infinity War, and basically quitting. Uh, I had predicted that he would kind of not be involved in when they go try to fight Thanos, but he was like, I'm out of here, deuce, basically. And he could barely walk, like from what you said, Isaiah. Yeah. So I was, mm-hmm. I was surprised at that. And then once he kind of leaves, you know, Captain Marvel and everybody decide, like, okay, let's just go. F- they see Thanos use the stones again, so they know where he is. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's just go kill him. Um, and then they go kill him. <laughs> yeah, the minuscule part time. of this scene that everybody was like, no, it's fine, it's confirmed that Potts is alive. Actually seeing her alive, I was like, this is a relief to me. I did not want to have to deal with Tony coming back and being like, where's Rapper? And that being like, she didn't make it. Yeah. And me being like, I'm going to fucking die right here. <laughs> I was not ready for that. It got right into them killing Thanos, and I was like, "Oh no!" Like I did not foresee it playing out that way, so I was just like sweating. I just—that's when I started sweating until the entire movie was over. Like I was like, "Okay, so something's gonna happen because yeah. like it shouldn't be this when, easy." <laughs> when that happened, I looked at my watch. I was like, "All right, that was minute 30. Right, <laughs> there's two and a half hours left to this, and I have no idea what's gonna happen." Yeah, and uh, when when Thor, I, I had a feeling. Once they basically, like, were holding him on, you know, holding him and everything, and he was like, oh, I destroyed the stones, fuck you, basically. Um, I love the line when, when Thor chops his head off, and they're like, what did you do? And he's like, I went for the head. It's like, yeah, great callback. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, no that's... way, dude. I think before that, before they even go to kill Thanos, when Captain Marvel was like, 
I'm going to kill Thanos. The first thing I thought of was your brother from whenever we used to play fucking demon fighters. Like, <laughs> like that's something he would do. Yeah, like, we're like, trying to we're trying to build a narrative. Like, yeah, with like a big climax, and he's like, "Nah, I'm just going to I'm kill, go him. kill him." <laughs> I love how they explained it too when when Don Cheadle's like, "We're all about that superhero life," and they just she just was kind of like, "Yeah, I've been on other planets," so they didn't like make a big deal at her being gone, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But. Yeah, when they go to fight Thanos, he says he destroyed the stone so they can't reverse it, and then they kill him, and then they have that, that's where they had the five-year time jump. I, I figured there was a time jump in the movie, but, like, five years, like, holy crap, that's, that's pretty, that's it's, yeah, I was pretty surprised by that, and you kind of get to see the world in shambles, because it's been five years since this happened. Um, yeah, the world is in shambles, but Audi is still making the fucking most beautiful cars. <laughs> with half the and amount of people. Brand new. Yeah. The new 2020 Audis were like, still being created somehow. Yeah, yeah it was amazing. Yeah, and then you see Black Widow talking to a few people. Uh, kind of like through holograms and Captain Marvel cut her hair and she's basically like alright peace out I'm gone <laughs> she was gone for most of the movie I predicted yeah. last week that uh, I didn't think she was going to be that big of a deal in this movie because they wanted to focus more on the original Avengers I was uh, obviously she comes back at the end and we'll get to that but I was glad that they you know she had a really good role in this movie without being overbearing and just MacGuffining everything I mean oh no problem anymore I killed Thanos yeah. you know we're good you know yeah yeah she would just pop in, fuck shit up, and then pop back out. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Do you guys like the haircut? you guys like her new look? Yeah, dude, her haircut is badass, bro. <laughs> I liked it, but I thought it wasn't necessary. Like, when it happened, I was just like, oh, she got a haircut. Is that supposed to resemble five years? Yeah, but, but you're probably also somebody who's like, why the fuck did he shave his beard, bro? <laughs> Captain America has a fucking beard. <laughs> I wish you kept it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, and then, and then uh, we get to the most ridiculous part of the movie when Ant Man is saved by a rat <laughs> climbing onto the. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. I've seen memes going around of like you saw the Avengers posters, and it was like the caption on it was "The hero we deserve." <laughs> it's just a picture of the rat. And I was like, yes. Yeah. When I was talking to Brad about the movie, because after the movie ended, literally Brad and I were talking nonstop for like a day and a half. And he had brought up, like, the point that Doctor Strange saw that happening with Ant-Man and had to keep that to himself, like, knowing that that was how Ant-Man was going to get out, like, how ridiculous it is. Yeah. The reason there were so many millions of timelines is because that's the only one where the rat... Where the rat hit the right buttons, or even hit buttons at all. He just snaps out, he's like, we need the rat. (laughs) Yeah, and then, uh, so he comes out and he says, like, hey, Captain America, time travel, you know, we can try to use it. So they go to try to get Tony Stark, and this is the first time we see Tony has now has a daughter. The cutest daughter of all time. Dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, Morgan Stark. And um, he basically says, "Listen, uh, no, I'm not going to do this with you guys because now I have a fan. Like I understand you lost stuff. Like I can't lose this. And my biggest fear going into the movie was that." the resolution was going to be, oh, let's just erase everything as if Infinity War didn't happen. Right. But this made it to where they couldn't do that because mm-hmm. if they would have done that, he wouldn't have his daughter. And You know what I mean? By just erasing the last five right. years. So this mm-hmm. gave them a reason to be like, not only do we need to fix what happened, but we have to keep, you know, we can't lose what we've gained in this five years. So I really love that element of it because that was my biggest fear is you can't just erase Infinity War. That makes it so I can never watch Infinity War again because it doesn't matter, right? Like, who cares? It <laughs> yeah. didn't happen. They didn't do that. 
Um, and that leads us to, he says, no, I'm not doing this with you guys. So he says, we got to get someone bigger. And that's when you see Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk is the shit. I love Professor Hulk. He's so cool. You can't stand it. about this last night. I just can't stand it. Hulk wearing normal people clothes was the everything I needed except for another scene that we'll talk about later on. I, oh my God, it was so good. He's like, when he dabs and when he says, look, dude, I'm like wearing shirts. I was like, yes, you are wearing shirts, my God. There was a lot of, a lot of things I wanted to see going into Endgame. One thing that I needed that I didn't know was Hulk dabbing. That's that's what I needed. And the part where they're like talking about how Ant-Man's like, you want a picture with me? I'm Ant-Man. And the kids are like, no. No. They were like awkward, like, oh, I can't. I don't want it now. It was so good. When I first saw that with the Hulk, that was really the first time in the movie where I was like, wow, like, they're going, they're really going for this. Like, I didn't think they would have really have the guts to try to do something like that because it's so weird right right like it's so like yeah comic booky like are people gonna buy into this but i think they did it well like i think they pulled it off he looked really good like he, he looked like mark I ruffalo love, i <laughs> love the comedic amounts of food that he always had he had like he had yeah. like a bowl of eggs the size of ant-man and then later on he has like seven tacos that he gives two of to ant-man <laughs> <laughs> like a comedic amount of food to feed the Hulk. I was like, that's amazing. And then another character we meet who's changed since last time we see him, we get Fat Thor. What did you guys think of Fat Thor? I love Fat <laughs> Thor. He oh, man. got... At first it was old. nice... Yeah, it got old pretty quick, and I was just like, uh, you need to fix yourself. I think we skipped a scene, though, because we don't see Fat Thor until Tony gets involved with time travel yeah so yeah so i was just bringing them up because right, we were talking right. about different characters but yeah tony does eventually figure out time travel and, and is this is where his daughter says shit yeah that's basically <laughs> one of the best scenes top three scenes in the movie yeah is when she says shit to get popsicles <laughs> yeah one thing i really liked about that scene is pepper in that scene because i anticipated that being him being like oh i figured this out i gotta help them and her being like well you know you have a family don't do it but it was the exact opposite like, you could tell he didn't want to do it. And Pepper's like, you have to, basically. Like, right. you're not going to be able to live with yourself mm-hmm. right. uh, if you if you don't do it. And I, I love that because that's one of those, like, payoffs I talked about. Like, if you watch Iron Man 3, you know, it's all about Tony not being able to stop. Like, not being able to stop being Iron Man and appreciate Pepper. Mm-hmm. And now it's, like, completely flipped. He no longer wants to be Iron Man, but Pepper's like, you need to be. You, you know, to, you need yeah, to do this. Yeah, you need to do this for everybody else. Yeah. yeah. I think that that was that was one of the things is there's there's a lot of people who don't like Pepper because of that because of in Iron Man three and before that or whatever she's basically limiting Tony mm-hmm. in an aspect. I want to go back to those people now and be like, did your perception change of Pepper? Do you still hate Pepper? What is going on there? But yeah, I just fucking I fangirl over th- those two <laughs> I mean, more I, than anyone else in the Marvel I, Cinematic. I gotta stick universe. up for Pepper though because even in those movies and a lot of people don't like Iron Man three. I do, but. In a lot of those movies, she's not being like unrealistic. Like she's being, right. she's like, "Please don't die." Yeah, <laughs> like, don't go out there and die. <laughs> you know, it's, she's not asking him to. You know, <laughs> like he chooses to blow up his suits on his own. That's not her choice. Right. But In uh, Iron Man three, he's technically missing for like a week. <laughs> like, yeah. No one hears from him. Yeah, and then in Infinity War. He just goes away on a spaceship, and she's like, "Oh mm-hmm. shit!" <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I did like that scene, and then 
Tony comes back. He's like, hey, I figured it out. And right before he comes back, we see the time travel tests with Ant-Man where he comes back as a baby, as as an old man. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, But going back to Fat Thor, we also get to see... Go ahead, Zach. I want to talk about one thing. Because this part we already brought up. But when Ant-Man comes back because of the rat... I, what I found really funny, and I don't know if anyone else knows this, but like in all the Ant Man movies coming up to this, his daughter was like five or oh, six, yeah. mm-hmm. and then five years later, she's like an eighteen-year-old girl. Oh. And I was just like, "What <laughs> happened here?" In Ant Man and the Wasp, she was like ten, eleven. I don't know if you saw Ant Man and the Wasp, but she was. I did. It, it's somewhat... I mean, she was still young, but she yeah. turned into a full-blown woman. I think that just comes with the actress blood. playing her didn't portray the age right, but. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it seemed like the rest of the family dusted from what it looked like, so it seemed oh, like yeah. she kind of had to raise mm. herself. So right. her acting more like an adult would make sense. Mm. Those five years must have been rough on her. On they were everybody. probably rough on everybody. <laughs> on a lot of people. <laughs> the Mets were gone, Zach. Yeah. You couldn't watch the Mets, Zach. Ooh. <laughs> uh, but then, no, that was a great... Probably great, good for them. That was a great point, because I totally forgot about that scene. But yeah, Ant-Man seeing his daughter like that perfectly ant-man's a perfect example to me of i don't like his solo movies because i just find them a bit boring but he's great in these team-up movies as like a supporting character and i thought that was a great scene scene of him being like what the hell is going on you know um so then we do get the fat thor and i have to kind of agree with Alyssa and zach what you guys were saying at first i'm like oh this is hilarious it's fat thor and uh, then eventually in the movie, I was like, "I think we can need you to just get over it." <laughs> I think. How about this? Yeah. We change. We're changing yeah. the narrative. From now on, we cannot call him Fat Thor. He is Dad Bod Thor. This is Dad Bod know, Thor, and that is what peak performance looks that like. That was a little bit above that. <laughs> like beer, beer belly. Oh no, dude! The scene where they're playing Fortnite in Thor's house, fuck. Me up twice. The first time I saw it, I was like, "No fucking way!" They're playing Fortnite, and then the second time, I was like, "This is still fucking incredible." You're assuming that Fortnite's going to be around in five years with half the universe yeah. gone too. Yeah, and that kid was like bullying him, and he like took over the mic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I'm going to fly to your house in the basement you live," and I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah, that scene confused me though, because I thought those two people, which is the rock guy and the Cork. caterpillar-looking thing, <laughs> well, those aliens. I thought those people, those two, were on the ship with Thor in Infinity War that got hijacked and destroyed. Yeah, so they they did mention Infinity. Uh, I don't know if it was in Infinity War or if the Russos just said this after the movie. They did say that uh, a, a ship, an escape pod, basically was able to you know flee that. Uh, Thanos beating them, you know, killing them all. That's why there's still yeah. Asgard so that's why there was new new Asgard. Um, is that what it was called? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that Valkyrie was able to get a few of them, obviously involving Korg uh, out of the ship in time, which I did love seeing Korg again in that small cameo. Um, mm-hmm. That was great. But I do agree with you guys that you know, like once we get into the whole Thor two thing where they go into the events of Thor two, where he's still like having panic attacks and like freaking out. It's not really until he talks to his mom, which I guess makes sense. You know, you just got to talk to your mom sometimes. Sometimes you got to talk to your mom. It's like there are times where I'm like, okay, like I get that he's being whiny. One scene I really did like, kind of jumping ahead a little bit with Thor, is when they're deciding when to you know jump with the stones, and he basically describes the is describing the plot of Thor two to everybody. Yeah, and it was kind of like a meta. It was like a meta. 
moment because like everyone hates Thor too. So like he's like describing what's going on. They're all like, "This is this is yeah. so boring. Like, what, yeah. like, what is all this nonsense?" And he's like talking about dark elves and stuff, and they're like, "What the hell?" I, I did I did really enjoy that. Yeah, for me, I was assuming because I haven't seen Thor two, so I wouldn't know that. I was just assuming he was really drunk, and everybody was like, "This guy's just fucking hammered." No, yeah, watching Thor two, you feel like you're drunk. A yeah, sweet. <laughs> only way to get through. <laughs> um, so then from Fat, uh, Fat Thor, we get Natasha picking up uh, Hawkeye as uh, his alter ego in the comics, Ronin, killing a whole bunch of, uh, I think it was in Japan or was it in China? I can't remember. But it's um, not called Ronin in this because there is a Ronin reference to this. <laughs> yeah, so they never call him. They don't call a lot of the characters by their, I don't think they ever call Scarlet Witch Scarlet Witch, but no, <laughs> regardless. Yeah. Or Carol. Um, <laughs> um, they... <laughs> They did call her Carol a couple times. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't call her Captain Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, she picks up Hawkeye, who is clearly turned into this, you know, kind of a psycho, you know, because of what happened to his family. He's a vigilante. He's, He's no worse than yeah. Batman. Uh, he kills people. Batman doesn't kill people. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Batman though. technically doesn't try to kill people. <laughs> he actively sought killing people. Okay, so he's no worse than Deathstroke. Sure. Uh, there we go. <laughs> sure. Um, so they're able to bring him back as well, and I like that they did Hawkeye in the movie, but at the end of the day, there's only so much you can do with Hawkeye. Uh, one thing I will say is that they announced a few months ago that they casted Catherine Langford in the movie, and no one knew who she was, and then she wasn't in this movie. Catherine Langford is the girl from 13 Reasons Why. So yeah. they have not really officially announced, but it's kind of been leaked uh, that they Hawkeye is getting a series where he's going to train in the comics. Her name is Kate Bishop. Um, but it seems like from this movie, it's just going to be his daughter. Uh, I think she was probably cast to play the older version of his daughter when they do get that series. Um, so it was I was a little bit thrown off because the whole time I'm thinking like, oh, when's Catherine Langford going to pop up as somebody's daughter? You know what I mean? Like even at the end with Captain America, which we'll get to, I thought like, oh, maybe he had a daughter and now she's going to be Captain America or something. Right. But no, she wasn't wasn't in the movie. But overall, I thought what they did with Hawkeye was, you know, it was all good and, and fine, but it wasn't anything... You know, it's Hawkeye at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody feel differently on that? <laughs> I was disappointed he didn't even shoot his bow once. <laughs> yeah, he did. yeah, he did. Come on. Yeah, he what? did. What? He shot it in the tunnel whenever those aliens are chasing him. He shot it at. <laughs> he, threw he shot it at Natasha when yeah. they're on the fucking thing. Yeah, come on. All right, not nearly enough. <laughs> he has a he sword has now, bro. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't need a sword. He's Hawkeye. Okay, so let's let's talk about the second act of the movie. Them going back to the past and getting the time—not just the time stone, all the stones. I want to ask you guys. Um, Hail Hydra! Yeah, I want to ask you guys. <laughs> what were your guys' favorite moments from those sequences of them going back into the past? Uh, obviously the one for the Soul Stone. Um, also the one with Tony and his dad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, that was the one. That was oh, Hawkeye okay. and Black Widow. Yeah. What about what about you guys, Zach, Alyssa? I like the interaction with every Avenger just being a dick to the Hulk when it's pretty much like the cleanup of the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. And He's like, like I fucking hate the, the steps. <laughs> yeah. So many stairs. I fucking love that shit. And they just kept coming back to it, like him yeah. going down the stairs and the stairs, him leaving the stairs. I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. And then he punches Tony Stark yeah. when he comes yeah. down the stairs. Yeah, that was pretty, and it was great seeing the old, Hulk, like obviously all the old and new characters. But with the Hulk, it's funny because it's like the CGI looked different, obviously in the movies, and like the two mm-hmm. Hulks, like you could tell it was the 2012 Hulk. Yeah, you know, the movie. yeah. and then the new Hulk as well. I, I did really like that. 
Uh, my favorite is probably Captain America fighting himself in that hallway. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like I could do this yeah. all day. He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then he, and then he's getting choked, and he's like, Bucky's alive, and he's like, what? Because <laughs> he knows like that's his vulnerability at that point. Uh, and then when he tops it off, and he's like, that is America's ass. Best one line. Yeah. 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 Um, Zach brought up a good point around that same aspect. Is do you think what is going to go on with Loki getting the Tesseract at that time? Yeah, I would like, but this is where it's gonna. This is where it's going to get really hard, and there's going to be a lot of questions that we're not really going to have any answers to, because when movies take on time travel, mm-hmm. all shit gets kind of fucked. And yeah. I think mm-hmm. that Endgame, when they talk about time travel, it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. Like when Hulk is talking about time travel, he just says a lot of things, <laughs> and I'm like, those weren't fucking sentences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think. Uh, I really like the fact that the way they explained it, especially like with Tilda Swinton coming back as the ancient one from Doctor Strange, yeah. the way they yeah. explain it is mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you do in the past, your future is still your future, because any anything you change in the past, it doesn't change your timeline, it creates an alternate timeline. And that's a huge thing in comics, because there's so many different fucking timelines. Yeah. Right? Spider-Verse mm-hmm. kind of yeah. talks about that. So, what they were basically saying is, even if they went back, like when they brought up the killing baby, baby Thanos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if they went back and did that and they returned their future would still be their future they would have just created another future they don't live in right so that just reinforced the point that they can't go back and fix it that's why they were like well we have to go get the stones so then we can fix it in the present and that's why it was so crucial that they had to return the stones because if they don't return them it could create all types of different you know bad timelines obviously um so i i did enjoy the way they did that because it's like that that kind of gets rid of a lot of the BS of like, well, if they did this, then what happens here? Uh, right. Because it's like, you're only concerned at this point with their timeline once they get back to the yeah. present. Uh, and I think the thing with Loki, that could very well, this is just my theory, it could be very well be his him. series. Yeah, it's him escaping. Yeah. And even though mm-hmm. he's dead in that main timeline, now his series is, oh, I didn't die in 2000. You know, I escaped in 2012 and this is my show. I think that's a mm-hmm. possibility. Um, but overall... Yeah, time travel fucks everything up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think another one of the... Another point that was brought up to me that I think is interesting is when War Machine and Nebula go back to get that stone, um, War Machine really drops the ball going back into... When they come back into the present mm-hmm. because their Nebula burned that part of her arm to pull the stone out of that little chamber. Mm -hmm. So you would have essentially been able to tell if that was your nebula or the nebula that Nebula was talking about. That's an interesting point. By looking at her arm. And then when I saw it again, I made sure to pay attention to that. And the only thing is, is she's wearing a glove whenever she comes back. And then she takes that glove off and that's when she like... Hacks the computer and shit. That's interesting. No, I didn't even think of that. That's a great point. Um, (coughs) And also, I wanted to know, because you said you hadn't seen the Guardians movies. So, Alyssa, Zach, have you guys seen the first Guardians movie? Yeah. Okay, so when they first arrive there in 2014 and you see Peter Quill, it's the intro. It's the beginning of the first Guardians movie. It's it's him Mm -hmm. singing that Mm -hmm. song. Uh, What is it? Come and get your love, I think? Yeah. Yeah. So you get to see him, Nebula and War Machine get there, and you get to see him... You know, singing it to himself and not hearing the audio. Uh, it's it was a great moment where it's like now when you watch the first Guardians of the Galaxy, you'll be able to you know that kind of enriches that moment for you. Yeah. And then War Machine's yeah. like, War Machine's like, oh, he's an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They really had that tone throughout the entire movie that 
Quill's an idiot. Like throughout the entire thing. Yeah, Gamora was like, "This is the one I picked." Or, yeah, right. Like, well, he's yeah. yeah Nebula's like, "It was that or a tree." Yeah, I mean, he's always he's always the butt of the joke, unfortunately. But especially, I mean, if you watch Guardians of the Galaxy, he is an idiot at the beginning of the movie. You know, his character arc obviously he grows, but he's definitely an idiot at the beginning. He was <laughs> an beginning. idiot in Infinity War when he wouldn't let yeah. them put the goblin yeah. off because he was a dumbass. He got a punch with like do something to Thanos while he has three stones on him. Like, no big deal. Yeah, exactly. Um, any other moments from when they're going back in time? I know you mentioned him seeing his father. Uh, yeah, I think him seeing his father was... We're talking about Tony Stark. Yeah. Obviously. I think when Tony sees his father in the past, it was like the first time I like actually considered the fact that Tony could die in this movie. I was like, wait, no, wait, wait, yeah. no. <laughs> it, it went right over my head, and I told Haley after the movie, I'm like, I should have known then. But I it told, I didn't catch it at all. Yeah, the like, after they're, like, talking about kids, like, yeah. and, like, Captain America's, like, waiting for them so they yeah. could leave or whatever. I was like, fuck, this is his, like... Goodbye. This is his swan song right yeah. here. This is his fucking. <laughs> he's gonna die. Because, because again, uh, harping back to in the beginning of Civil War, we see him. Cre- he creates a new technology just to see his parent. The last time he saw his parents to relive that moment because he didn't say bye to his dad that moment. Mm-hmm. And he said like something along the lines of like, "I spent six hundred million dollars to do this, and I still don't feel good about it." Right. He got that moment yeah. in the nineteen seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm getting chills right now. Thinking about yeah, that. yeah. Oh, fuck by, me. By, by the way, guys, if I start to cry later on in this i apologize in advance but it may very well happen uh did everybody did everybody survive this movie or did we all cry because i know me and i did you cried right Isaiah? yeah i did as well did you guys cry in the movie be honest i t- i to be 100 percent honest i never cried but i did tear up several times throughout it like have had actual like fighting back I cried at the fucking word cheeseburger <laughs> i cried the word fucking cheeseburger what about you Alyssa? Um, yeah, I mean, I was teary. I was that, you know, that Shia LaBeouf gif where he's watching a movie and he's yeah. like smiling and crying. That was me the entire movie. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't until the end in that like real tears were going down my face, but like I was just like tearing up and smiling and happy and sad at the same time the whole time. Yeah, yeah it, we'll have to at the end. We'll have to discuss what we thought the saddest part was, or like yeah. the part that we all struggled with. And the first moment that almost got me, the last timeline we have to talk about here is Vormir, Black Widow, and Hawkeye yeah. getting the Soul Stone, yes, and realizing mm-hmm. that uh, they have to sacrifice one another, and then basically fighting over. No, I'm going to kill myself. No, no I'm, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> and it ends up being Black Widow, which. Uh, I don't know why, but just like the day of, when I was talking about it with Haley before we saw it, we were talking about who might die, and I was like, you know, might be Black Widow. Like, no one's really talking about her, but, you know, in a way it would make sense for her to die, and I was still surprised that it happened that way, but it totally makes sense for her character, because all she's ever wanted to do is redeem, you know, she's had such a, like she says in the first Avengers, I have read in my ledger, I'm trying to clear, because of her past, you know, as a spy, which hopefully we'll get to see in her movie, that should be coming out eventually, we'll see. Yeah. (laughs) But, um... Basically, her sacrifice to do this, she's really the only one that doesn't come back in the end. You know, everyone in some way, even Gamora and Loki, have little ways of, you know, other versions of them are going to still be in the MCU. It seems like she's the only one that, you know, dies, you know, in this. Um, What'd you you guys think of that scene? Uh, Were you guys surprised by her death, or? I was, to be honest. I thought it was going to be Hawkeye, who essentially sacrificed himself, but... Yeah, we'll talk about one part that 
Black Widow, there's a part with Black Widow that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, or I'm just a little salty about, which we'll talk near the end more. Okay. Yeah, my thing is, I basically was like, oh, they're making a Black Widow movie. There's no fucking way she dies. (laughs) Fuck that. And now, at the end of the movie, I'm like, why the fuck are they going to make a Black Widow prequel (laughs) after this shit? After I know what happens to her. But I guess you're right. I saw a rumor that that was like a ruse to get people off the trail of thinking she'd be the one that died. Like, it hasn't been officially confirmed. So they're like, maybe they just did that so people didn't even know. I want to know what the red in her ledger is that Josh was just talking about. (laughs) Now I'm interested. That's pretty shitty if that was just a ruse. Like, what a shitty thing to do to Scarlett Johansson. They already announced that they like cast like several people. No, it's going to be real. It's going to be fucking real. Because they've already passed (laughs) I mean, it's possible, but I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, like, time travel's been introduced, so who knows? Yeah, it's fucking... Also, a a small part of me that thinks she might come back at some point is the fact that they... We'll talk about Tony Stark's death later, but they had this whole thing for Tony Stark, rightfully so. This is what Zach was talking about. Yeah, but they have, like... They have, like, one scene where they sulk over Black Widow and Hulk throws a bench, and then they're like, all right, let's That was the scene that I was talking about, Zach, is that there was a scene that they talked about it, but also they don't have a lot of... Time, they need to get these time. They need to get these stones back to the thing, and Hulk makes a good point. After throwing the bench, he's like, "We have to do it now." Like yeah. all, she would at this point. He basically says she would be upset that we're sitting around not doing it after she already did that for us. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, yeah I think that there should have been more. Like something at the end, like, "Hey, you were part of this too." Instead of well, there kind of was, like, that Scarlet Witch and, what and Hawkeye, Hawkeye yeah, and, side scene. I mean, there. it was very subtle and shitty which, that it didn't go more into depth. Which Scarlet but... Witch also just didn't bring up the fact that her brother technically died for this as well. Nah, no, just like, oh, no, one, no, one, uh, no one cares about that. <laughs> yeah, like, Fuck it. <laughs> no one cares about uh, that, that Quicksilver, but, um, no, it, the this brings up to a bigger point about the deaths in the movie and why I think they were done so well is that, like, when you think about grief and death, like a lot of the times I think superhero movies or action movies in general focus on the person dying, right? Like someone's dying in this scene. They had this huge speech about how their life was great and blah, 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 and they die and it's sad. But in reality, it should really be more so focused on the people around them that have to deal with it. Right. And like Black Widow's mm-hmm. death, I started to tear up and stuff, but what really got me is when they all return back to the pad and they're all like, oh, it worked. And then, like, Captain America and the Hulk realize, you know, that she died and how it affects them. You know, Captain America was her best friend, basically. Obviously, Hawkeye as well. And the Hulk obviously was in love with her, at least at one point. Yeah. That's when it really Mm -hmm. started to get to me. And that's where I really thought this movie did well with all of its deaths, is it shows not the person dying necessarily, like, yeah, they're going to be dead, but, like, the grief... You know, mm. the people around them I thought was done really well. Even if it was only for three minutes for Black Widow. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm... Th- another thing I was thinking is it's hard, I would say, from a movie aspect to put two different funerals into yeah. a movie or combine a funeral like that. Like, yeah. what he's, was, I mean, but... Yeah, there have been no reason if they would have done two. If they would have done a funeral and then they were like, "Okay, let's build this gauntlet and put these fucking stones in here," but you couldn't have just like thrown her picture on the, you know, on the grave at the end. Of the thing. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. or like showed a tombstone. Like, come on. So we still got a lot to go here. So they get back 
and Hulk is the one who snaps and it brings everybody back to life. Yeah. And really the only confirmation that they've come back to life is Hawkeye gets a call from his wife on his and cell Ant-Man phone. And Ant-Man sees birds. Oh, yeah. You know what? I didn't even think about that. That's a great point. I thought he was just looking out a window. <laughs> That's a great point. I didn't notice because it's not just humans. It's yeah, everything. It's all, yeah. yeah, all uh, yeah. that he sees and then a bunch of birds. Poor, poor Ant-Man. He's looking out the window and this is when the bad nebula we find out is the one that came back and uh, you know brings Thanos you know, to Earth from t- 2014 Thanos uh, and Ant-Man's like guys I think it worked gets blown up <laughs> he doesn't die but just gets blown up immediately yeah one of the things that's never explained but I guess it was useful is um, Nebula the Nebula from the future not the Nebula that we're talking about mm-hmm. she has these gold like plates on her face yeah she doesn't have them in the start of the movie uh-huh. past her doesn't have them Whenever she comes back with Rocket and they're about to go to the past, she does have them. Yeah. Um, and then it's like supposedly the hiding part of yeah. of old Nebula coming back and fucking them. So I think, it, and I'm not sure on this, but Guardians 2, I think something happens. Like she gets those gold pieces in Guardians 2. I can't remember why, but I think that was the point of like, oh, I'm going to take these gold pieces off of you, the, the present day Nebula, to trick them into thinking I'm you. Right. But I don't 100% remember why she had those. But the whole thing with Nebula was kind of like, I felt it was kind of a plot device, like, we need to get Thanos to the Earth, this is how we do it. You know, it didn't really affect the story beyond that. Yeah, yeah. And then Nebula mm-hmm. ends up killing herself. Not herself, but her past self. Her, yeah, a uh, version of herself. <laughs> which further proves that these are just different timelines because yeah. she shoots her old self and she doesn't and She doesn't, die. Like, disappear, yeah, she doesn't disappear or anything like that. So yeah. it's like, their timeline's still the same though she killed, you know, her old self. Um, and the other last piece of that, Gam- the Gamora we now have that's assuming going to be in Guardians 3, they're looking for at the end, is the Gamora from be- the very beginning of Guardians. So it's not when the When she Gam- still was Thanos, close to Thanos as well. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. And she hasn't fallen in love with Peter Quill or become best friends with the Guardians. I think that'll be a very interesting point of uh, Guardians 3. But I do like that they were able to bring her back, you know, without... You know, kind of a little cheat there, right? <laughs> right <laughs> but they were right. able to do yeah. it. Um so Hulk snaps, Thanos comes to Earth, and then this was the big thing that I thought was missing in Infinity War that I thought was great here. We finally get to see Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor fighting Thanos. And we obviously get the big battle, but first we just get those three fighting Thanos. Yeah. That yeah. was a beautiful part. That was the thing that I was it was one of the things I was waiting for because like in Infinity War, you see Tony put up a good fight against Thanos. While Thanos has the Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. and you see Captain basically hold him in place yeah, when he the has the Infinity Gauntlet with all of the stones, um, and then obviously Thor comes in Infinity War um, to do what kill him, but he doesn't. But yeah, fucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what's crazy to me is Thanos didn't have the Infinity Gauntlet. Why was it such like? Why was there so much trouble? For the three, well, yeah, that fucking huge double-sided sword. (laughs) But also, like when when Thor hits Iron Man with the lightning and he just like blasts him with the lasers, Uh I was like, damn. If that would have happened in Infinity War, Thanos would have got got. Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, Thanos is kind of set up the whole time is even without the gauntlet, a very powerful. Like he beats up the Hulk before. I mean, he has like one stone at that point, but. 
I love the fight so much. Yeah. Like, it, him... Oh, and then let's talk about Captain America wielding Mjolnir, the yeah, Thor's hammer. And That's when the girl yes. screamed cried. The second <laughs> the thing started vibrating, she started scream crying. And I was That's like, what's going part. on? What do you mean? Yeah. Well, just scream cry? Yeah. 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 I mean, I could see it. I was pumped <laughs> up, bro. Just seeing him yeah. catch, the, catch the hammer and Thor's like, I knew it. I knew it, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. again, another callback, Age of Ultron... And, yeah. uh, f- 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 by the way, there's probably hundreds of Easter eggs in here that I don't there's, know. Of. I saw a video that said over 200 <laughs> yeah. Easter eggs. So this is not an Easter egg video because I'm not that well, that, that well known in it, but I do know in Age of Ultron, Captain America, like, they all try to pick up the hammer and yeah, Captain America moves it a little bit. So it like kind of pays that off as well. Um, it makes you think, like, did they know that back then? Like, we're eventually going to pay this off, you know, with him being able to hold it. Probably. But yeah. <laughs> Even regardless of him wielding that, though, Thanos beats the shit out of all three of them. And I, at that moment, I thought Captain America was going to die. When Thanos beat, he breaks his shield, yeah, beats the shit out of him, and that's when you hear Sam in his helmet, and he and he says, "On your left." And I, oh man, I got chills yeah, the so hard. That was like the one time when the gauge after. Like, I was like, alright, Tony's gonna die. And then, like, after Captain gets this, like, sequence with the hammer, I was like, oh, wait, my boy might be saved. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, no, Brad brought up a good point, and Brad was supposed to be on this, so I'll bring it up to you guys. Rip. It's crazy because Tony gets fucking one shot. He basically, he gets thrown by Thanos, which is fine, and then... Uh, Thor throws the hammer and Thanos defends himself with Tony and then Tony's out of the fight from there yeah. and you're like damn he got the whole fight with Thanos in Infinity War yeah, yeah. as to where Steve just yeah. kind of got punched in the face yeah <laughs> but I would, yeah that's what he brought up he brought up that he's like he's an old why did Tony too. not get the fuck in <laughs> <laughs> um so then we have Sam comes into his helmet, and at this by this point, I'd forgotten that they fixed this. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I was like, how's Sam talking to him in his helmet? I'm like, what's going on? And then the portal, the Doctor Strange yeah, portal's open, dude. everyone comes through, and then we get Captain America saying, "Avengers assemble." This has got to be the best moment of the movie, right? I mean, does no, anyone? Just I got chills. I got chills back to back because. Um, when Black Panther does like the chant for the Wakandans, yeah. I was yeah. like, "Let's fucking go!" <laughs> and then when when Captain America's like assemble, I was like, "Let's fucking go for it!" Too. Yeah. And it's like literally every like outside of Ti, it's like everybody is there. <laughs> like, well, like Pepper Potts, like oh, yeah. that's she shows up. I lost my fucking shit when she flies in in the blue suit. I was like, "Yes, yeah, you got." It. Valkyrie on her horse, like you got everyone there, and you get basically the greatest battle. It's going to be so hard to top that scene in yeah. any MCU movie mm-hmm. moving forward. You can't like, for quite some time. Yeah, and the best thing about it too is like they did this without the X Men, right? And like without the Fantastic Four, which are like you know Fantastic Four. That's four people. X Men, whole fucking ton of people. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like that could have been an easy way to. Oh, you want twenty people in a movie? You know, we use all these people. They did this just based on like. Black Panther, you know what I mean, like Scarlet yeah, Witch, like yeah. these individuals that they built over these eleven years. This was the first yeah. time seeing them. It even overwhelmed me. Like you don't think of it, like holy shit, there are this many characters. You know, you really don't think of it until you see them all on the screen. Uh, and then you have obviously the scene too during the battle, Spider Man coming up to Iron Man. He's like, "Well, what's going on? Doctor Strange is going to save you." And, and Iron Tony Man, is just 
hugs him. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, and again, I gotta bring. I hate being that guy, but I gotta bring it up. Spider-Man Homecoming, when he's in the limo with Tony, Spider-Man hugs Tony, like thinking he's going to hug him, and Tony's like, no, we're, we're not there yet. Yeah. Now paid off, him hugging right. Spider-Man. Oh man, mm-hmm. that's great stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, it was killing me. Oh, so good. Um, I think that my favorite, my favorite part of the battle scene comes more towards the end, but um, the beginning part of the battle, whenever, oh, fuck. Whenever, like, when Falcon flies through the portal, like, through Uh the portal, I'm just like, oh, shit. I could only (laughs) imagine, like, I was thinking, I was like, Captain America's probably like, thank fucking God. (laughs) Yeah, because he was about to take on that whole whole army by himself. He's like, fuck it, let's go. (laughs) Um, Any, any, uh, Moments from that battle in particular, any of you guys, Alyssa Zach, that you you know really liked in particular? How far are we going into the battle? Uh, we're talking about the like whole battle, the whole final battle. battle. Yeah, I mean the part, the whole sequence where it first starts with uh, like the girls fighting. Essentially, I think it was uh-huh. when Spider Man was trying to get the gauntlet yeah. over to Tony Stark. He gives yeah. it to and Captain the Marvel. girls were just like, "We got this," and it like shows all of them, and then they just go ham for like a solid minute and a half was great. Yeah. And Scarlet Witch is crazy strong. Yes. The I love that... when Carol came in, dog. That shit was well, crazy. The part that wrecked me, like, when Scarlet Witch came up to Thanos and was like, um, you took everything, and then he's like, I don't even know you, and she's like, you yeah. will. Literally, I was the only person. I was like, hell yeah. Like, I was <laughs> yeah. pumped as hell. She started fucking shit up. Yeah. It was nah, amazing. Dude. Yeah, when like... <laughs> Oh, no, when the, okay, so the battle, like, originally happens, and then Thanos is, like, losing a fight, and he just, like, I think, I don't know when it comes out, but he basically calls for the bombardment from the ship. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I forgot the ship was there! (laughs) And then, like, when the bombardment stops, and everybody's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, And then it's just, like, shooting at Captain Marvel, and I was like, oh! Oh, yeah. God. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. and, and you caught that before me because, again, the movie was so good at making me, you know, sucking me in. I forgot Captain Marvel was even in the movie. <laughs> yeah. So when the when it starts pointing up and they're like, what are they shooting at? I'm looking at Isaiah like, dude, what are they shooting at? And you're looking at me like all excited. I'm like, who? Who is it? And then she fucking blasts yeah. the ship. Right? It's like, oh, what the <laughs> shit? Yeah. She took down that ship by just flying through it. I was just like, shit. So strong. I wish there was just a four second. I wish there was just like a four second cut to Doctor Strange being like, "How the fuck am I going to stop that (laughs) one?" That's pretty great. But yeah, no, dude. Like when the fucking the part of the battle when the bad bitches of Marvel are just fucking going ham. That was easily my second favorite scene. My first favorite scene was. Uh, when Pepper Potts and Tony are fighting back to back, I was like, "This is all I've ever wanted." Out of all of the Iron Man movies I've seen, this right here is all I wanted. Yeah. Thank you. And, and that moment with the uh, with the females, I I really would like to see a uh, there's a comic A Force, I think it's called, where it's like an all female Avengers. They have enough characters now to do that with Captain Marvel leading it if they wanted. I don't know if they'll do that, but I would love to see some type of movie with those characters as the, you know, main event. They don't have to be called the Avengers, but, you know, they can be called A-Force or whatever, but I think that would be a really great, uh, you know, great story to tell as well, because that was, like, 
it even surprised me because you don't think about it. Like, you think back to the first Avengers, you're like, oh, yeah, Black Widow, that's really it. And you don't really think mm-hmm. about how many characters they've been able to introduce. Like, yeah, Captain Marvel got her own movie, but you have Scarlet Witch. You know, you have Valkyrie. You have all these really strong characters that could really kick some ass, you know, in the, yeah, yeah. In the Marvel Universe. So that was really, really cool to see. And Alyssa, I totally agree with you that moment where she's like, you took everything from me. And Thanos is like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, Thanos just yeah. wrecked your you ass. You fucked your shit, yeah, and then bro. He, but then she's like, and she gives it right back, and she's like, you will. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. That scene has been echoing in my head since I left the theater. I'm just like, hell fucking yes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> also, yeah, I loved that it was like, basically, the that part of the battle was like, we need to get this football to the end zone. And it was just yeah. like, yeah. Black Panther gets it, and he's like, go in, and yeah. uh, Spider-Man gets it, and then... When Carol gets it, I was just like, oh, shit. She she fly. (laughs) Actually fly. (laughs) And she really doesn't take any damage from anything other than, like, fucking crazy strong people like Thanos. And then Thanos eventually punches her. And destroys the van. And and I think that's when Tony realizes, like, he's going to have to make the sacrifice play. Um, God, it's so good. Like, thinking back to the first Avengers, there's a scene where Iron Man and... Captain America get into a fight, right? Not like a physical fight, but they're like, they're arguing, that's yeah. like the iconic line where he's like, take off the suit, what are you? And he's like, playboy, millionaire, philanthropist, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah. and Captain America's like, you're not the one to lay it all on the line, you're not the one to make the sacrifice play, and it's like, the character growth, you know, the arc of his character, yes. that's what he has to do in this movie. Uh, so he somehow just swipes all the, all the Infinity Stones. Right. Which, okay, mm-hmm. he made the gloves, so I'll, I'll have uh, that slide. So, yeah, that part I was okay with. <laughs> See, my well, thing wait. was, is like, I wish that, I was like, why the fuck now, after I've seen it twice, I'm like, why the fuck did Captain Marvel not snap? You could have saved my boy. You could have survived that shit for she sure. Could've, you could have survived, that's true. But at that point, she yeah. probably wasn't even thinking. They were still trying to get into the van, I think. And then he right. She her. didn't know what was going on. She literally came down <laughs> yeah. from space and was like, I'm here. Yeah, but if she would have put that shit on, she would have been a fucking monster. Were you going to say something, Alyssa? Oh, no, just when, um... When Doctor Strange lifts up his one finger, and oh, he's yeah. like, I literally, like, I was like, what, what's going on? What's going to happen? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was, like, getting all nervous. Like, no, I don't want him. And then, <laughs> oh, but just, and then when he even back for our, more towards the beginning of the fight, when Tony was like, is this what you saw? And he was like, if I tell you, it like, won't it won't happen. come true. Yeah. And it makes me wonder how different it would be if he was like, yeah, you're going to sacrifice yourself. Like, what, how he would have acted yeah. throughout right. the whole movie. Yeah, I think that's my favorite part, too, is because, like, that's the easiest way to signal to other people that have seen Endgame. You're like, just throw up the one. Throw up the one. And they're just like, (laughs) oh, shit. Like, we'll talk about it later. It's going to become, like, the Hunger Games 3. Yeah. (laughs) And I can't wait for it. So, So Tony does the snap, the second snap of the movie, and dusts Thanos and all of his people. And I love the moment where... Like, Thanos kind of disappears after everybody else, and there's that moment where he's sitting there, and he's kind of just, like, accepting it. He's like, you fucking got me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and he disappears. And I re- we never really talked about him. He's not in this movie that much compared to Infinity War, uh, which I think is fair. You, you know, Infinity War was basically his movie. Mm-hmm. But in this, I do like where he has that one monologue where he's like, I thought I could just eliminate half the universe and the other half would flourish, but now I know... You know, you'll never accept it because you'll remember. So I have to destroy everybody. Yeah. And then they're like, nah. <laughs> that also brings, like, one of the best things is just, I am inevitable. And then Tony being like, I am 
Iron Man. And I think Josh probably saw me stand up in the theater like, motherfuck! Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and we had that great scene after. That's a, really his last words, because after he snaps, he's so fucked that can't he talk, can't yeah. talk. Yeah. And we yeah. get to see basically the reverse of Infinity War, where in Infinity War you have Peter saying, you know, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good, and Tony having to see him disappear. Oh. Now you're seeing Peter kind of have to live with that loss. Uh, and then obviously Pepper as well is like, Tells Tony like it's okay. Like, you can we'll, rest now. Yeah, we'll you be can okay. Rest. You can I'm rest. tearing uh, up right now. <laughs> I'm crying. That, that, that's that's the part that, that got me as well. But I really I didn't start to actually cry until it cut to the funeral and you see the the arc reactor that says proof Tony Stark has, has a heart, heart floating. Yeah. That's yeah. when I that's when I lost it. That's what I'm saying, dude. And then um, oh man, you get to see they they show it. They do it so great at the funeral scene, showing like every franchise basically in yeah. chronological order of like here's Iron Man and here's mm-hmm. everything he created. Right? Yeah, I think that stepping back again, it was it's super interesting to me that it's like basically the three people who would care about Tony the most, Rhodey, his the first two of him, uh-huh. and then mm-hmm. like Spider Man yeah. and then Potts and you're just like Jesus Christ, I was just like, you're fucking killing me, <laughs> But I did like that you get to see his hologram. He recorded that message for, yeah. uh... I love you 3,000? Yeah. yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I thought at first, because my biggest theory was that if he did die, that he would put himself, kind of like his AI, kind of like how Jarvis was, like he would do that forever... Whether it's Peter or whoever, ob- that's what I thought they were going to. Obviously, it doesn't seem like it, at, the, at least at this point, because they didn't want to pay Robert Downey Jr. millions of dollars for his voice. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it seems like he's, act- he's actually gone from what... I totally forget you bring it up now. I forgot that you get to see Jarvis in, in the, the past. Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. For me, I was like, oh, shit, that's him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Because if I'm correct, I think in the comics, he was never like an AI. He was just a butler, I think, in the comics. They changed that, you know, for the movie. So to mm-hmm. see him actually as a butler with, yeah. his, with Howard Stark was, was pretty cool. Yeah, but, um, yeah, back to the funeral. Um, when the, After the thing floats away and you pan across all of the, the people, did you see that... Um, the kid, the kid from Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. I saw. Didn't know who it was at first. Right. I had to. I had watched through. I had read an article about it after, and then when I went back and saw it, I was like, "Oh fuck, that is him." Yeah, I think. I think I saw like a year ago or six months ago <laughs> that they were like he was cast in the movie, or yeah. at least there was a rumor that he was cast. So when I saw him, I was like, "Is that?" I'm like, "Oh man, puberty hit him." But I, why would? Yeah, like, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's been like what was that? 2013. So it's been like six years. That's also um, the first time you see Nick Fury in Nick the whole Fury, movie. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. right. There at the, at the yeah. funeral at the Very end. end. Oh, and Captain Marvel's outfit. Oh my god, yeah, she dude. looked fucking sharp. like a snack, bro. She looked yeah. like a snack. <laughs> a yeah. Um. So then we so we have the funeral, and then it basically we we kind of mentioned it already, but the small scene with Happy and uh, Morgan, where she's like, "I want cheeseburgers, uh, cheeseburgers," and he's like, "I'll get you all the cheeseburgers you want." Um, the first thing Tony Stark does in the first Iron Man when he gets out of the cave is before he goes back to his company, he says, I need a cheeseburger. And they yeah. stop and get him a, yeah. a cheeseburger. Just so great. Just so oh, great. man. And, uh, Fucked up right now. <laughs> so really the last... I'm getting real emo. Yeah. <laughs> so really the last scene after this is them basically saying with Captain America, you know, 
really quick, I don't have much to say on this, but Thor joins the Guardians and gives Valkyrie the new Asgardians. Asgard. Yeah, she's like, mm-hmm. you're the you're the queen basically here now. Yeah, uh, which is nice. I, if they leave Valkyrie there, and that's really the last we see of her, like I think that's a good ending for her. You know, she now rules mm-hmm. uh, new Asgard. But Thor's obviously seems going to be in Guardians three, so that's kind of where that leaves off. But then they have Captain America. They're like, you got to return all the stones exactly to where they are. Which, first of all, let me just say, it's going to be awkward when he goes to return the soul stone and it's Red Skull, because he was the villain. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, he's going to be like, what the fuck are you doing here? But He's like, oh, here you go. <laughs> so he, he comes back as an old man. Well, he doesn't come back. And they're like, what the hell? And they see him sitting on the bench as an old man. And he basically explains that he stayed back there after returning the stones, marries Peggy, and he gives Sam the shield to be Captain America. And we basically talked about this last week a little bit. If, who's going to give the shield to somebody? Uh, I don't know how, what you guys think, but I'm glad it wasn't uh, Bucky because I think that Bucky. I think I said this last week. I can't remember, but it's like he has his own thing already. Like he's mm-hmm. the Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? Like he has his arm. Yeah. It was cool that they. I mean, obviously Sam's the Falcon, but it, it was really cool that they made the choice to give it to Sam instead of Bucky uh, because mm-hmm. in the I know in the comics they both are Captain America at some point. So it was. I, I really like that decision. What'd you guys think? Yeah, I think step. I think stepping back before we talk about that scene, um, it's interesting. Like trying to consider Red Skull's like monologue about the Soul Stone. It's <laughs> yeah. like a soul for a soul, an everlasting exchange. Yeah. So like when he gives back the Soul Stone, that's a good point. It's like the only thing I could think of would be like, you wouldn't they you get back, Black right? Big? Wouldn't you get Black Widow back in yeah. exchange a soul for a soul? That's a good yeah. point. Oh yeah. Uh, that's the only thing that I could think of. I was like. Yeah. Hey, could happen that way. Like there yeah. could be a way that the Black Widow movie exists. Mm-hmm. I yeah, guess well, if it's a prequel, then maybe something like an end credit scene where it shows like right. her coming present in. day, like coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah, point. But, I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was just. I like when I was sitting there in the second time, and I like listened to him talk about it to them. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, when Captain America takes the stone back, what happens in that moment? But you're so overwhelmed by the emotions of him sitting on that bench. Yeah. That's, like, not even a thing you can consider. But, oh, man. Whenever Sam gets this fucking shield and he's... He's like, it feels like it isn't mine. It feels yeah, like, like, it like it's someone else's, and he's like, it isn't. It isn't. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> that whole scene, that's when I lost it the most. I was like... Yeah tears going down my face i was like this is so much right now yeah well and i wonder if bucky knew because like he was super chill for like old captain america just be sitting on the bench like he was like you yeah. can go like he didn't like react to it i'm like did yeah. you know this was happening or? yeah i was i was actually laughing before captain america got sent back because they're all standing there and they're like oh you know be safe whatever and I, in my head i'm just thinking like captain america's like don't worry you don't need my movies anymore you have your own disney plus show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be okay you're welcome <laughs> yeah i love that he takes the hammer with him too yeah to return yeah. it yeah because he has to return yeah, it just like the stones, to, yeah. Because yeah, otherwise, that timeline, Thor wouldn't have a, oh. <laughs> a hammer. hammer, which yeah. would be pretty useful in that timeline. <laughs> I put that yeah. together. Thank you. I was yeah. wondering. Um, and and one last callback when he before he leaves, Bucky says, uh, Bucky says, "Don't do any." Or Steve says, "Don't do anything stupid while I'm gone." And Bucky says, "How can I when you're taking all the stupid with you?" In the first Captain America, they reverse that. Bucky says that to Steve, you know, "Don't do anything stupid." Um, so it was just one, I thought that was a perfect ending to their, you know, friendship, which is why I was okay with when he was on the bench, Bucky kind of being on the sidelines. Cause they had their moment, you know, right. before, before he leaves. And then he has his moment with Sam afterwards. Um, 
And then we get the ending of him and Peggy finally getting their dance. And then we mm-hmm. have some beautiful credits with, you know, all the cast members signing it. And we don't get yes. any post-credit scenes. What do you, you guys think about that? Post, you got the post-credits sound bite that everybody <laughs> yes. is writing on. Mm-hmm. I'm honest. I was okay <laughs> with not having any end credit scenes. Because I thought if they did, the only way that they were going to do it would have been something dumb. Almost like how they did with the Avengers, where the very last one was just... Yeah, where they're just eating shawarma, and I would have been so disappointed. That's Or if it could have been Black Widow's funeral, that would have been nice. (laughs) Then why some post-credit scene? I'm not. No, (laughs) dude. They actually, they forego the post-credit scene because they made Spider-Man Far From Home a full-length post-credit scene (laughs) that you have to see because it's part of the face. I I think I'm in the minority. You guys tell me if you agree with me, but um, I I just hope at this point they do away with them. Like, I I feel like post-credit scenes have really kind of been, are kind of tired at this point, and it's kind of like one of those things where everybody's like, what's it going to be? And then it's like a five, ten second clip and you're like, okay. Like like they really haven't had that big of an impact since I would say like seeing Thanos at the end of Avengers. Mm -hmm. Um, So the only thing, the only thing that I would have considered like, okay, I would be okay with that being in here is if they were able to do some type of X-Men tie-in. But clearly they didn't have the rights to Fox in time to even do that because that just closed like last month. So with that being said, yeah, I think it was perfect to end it that way. You know, you don't have to necessarily look towards the future. They set up plenty of stuff in this movie for Phase Four, so oh um, yes, yeah. So I think overall, that's really the last thing to talk about is moving forward. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I love the MCU, and even me, I'm like, this feels like the end. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know if I'm going to be as committed to every movie that comes out, and now you have Disney Plus with every series on there. It's going to be hard to stay <laughs> invested without Robert Downey Jr. and without Chris Evans in there. Yeah, I think that this is the big. This is the point where it's good for me and the aspect I haven't seen all the movies is I don't have a full thing dying for me. My trail still exists because it's basically he's handed off the baton of what I enjoyed to Spider-Man. So I'm not like, I don't think I can go any further down this rabbit hole. Me, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'm going to watch Spider-Man. That shit's crazy. (laughs) So like, yeah, I think that there's some heroes that I'm still very interested in. And one of which being Spider-Man. The other which being um, Black Panthers. That whole series yeah. is super badass to me. Yeah. But obviously, I'm in the I'm in it for the sci-fi tech realm of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not the superhero. And I think that's why Zach and I will always disagree on who's better. Between Captain and <laughs> Tony, because I'm like, I fucking love the tech, and yeah. uh, Zach is more like, I love a superhero, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I like a guy. So, so Zach, Alyssa, is there anything you guys particularly are looking forward to after this? Uh, I think more okay. than anything, just what they do with it from here. Like, I'm curious if they start moving into everyone's kids, like Morgan yeah. Stark playing a part in something, or... I mean, I'm going to see him regardless because I'm obsessed. So, like, I feel like, if anything, it would just be me being bitter. Like, oh, the other ones were better. Like, yeah. The first saga was better. Didn't you, didn't you talk about a... uh, Kid Avengers? Isn't that an aspect of things that could exist? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah probably. I mean, there's enough kids <laughs> to be Kid Avengers. Yeah. It'll kid. be like the Teen Titans of the Avengers. Yeah. Uh, and one last... I'm so emotionally drained from this phase that I don't know if I'm excited for any 
for some of these other ones announced right now. I'm going to have to like yeah. sit here till probably the Spider-Man, go see it, and then decide from there. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then I did want to bring up as well, uh, we had a few some feedback from a couple of people. So uh, our friend Mike Mack, Mike Mack underscore BG on Twitter, he said that Fat Thor is the GOAT, and it's finally a Marvel superhero Damn. he can resonate with. <laughs> I agree. I, I I told him back. I said, "Finally, someone who looks like me on the big screen." <laughs> and then uh, we had our our friend Devin uh, at Devin Patel two one four on Twitter uh, sent us quite a bit. So I'll try to shorten it up here. But basically, he pointed out a couple um, couple things he didn't like about the movie, like logic wise, like you know how was Tony able to just remove the stones from Thanos, and you know a lot of those things. But he said overall he really liked it. He just wished Bucky had a bigger role, and he said that we are all hot. So thank you, Devin, for that. Yeah, <laughs> well, thank you. And I can I can agree. I mean, I love Bucky Barnes's character, but I mean, again, he's getting a busy plus show, so we can we can all pay and watch that. <laughs> well, wasn't he gone? Like. Because he was, he was evaporated. Snapped. Yeah, he was he snapped. Yeah. Yeah. He so, evaporated. <laughs> so when he came back, he didn't really... I mean, he had a few lines, but uh, he didn't have a huge part. But, you know, we'll, we'll see plenty of him in the future. I also just love how he's one of the few people still using, like, an actual gun. Like, not even, like, a laser gun, but just, like, a gun. <laughs> <Just an actual laughs> gun. When, like, when he was Don't shooting it during the huge fight, I was like, is it really doing that much out there? Like, these are alien. <laughs> yeah, and, and one character... Uh, we know that Wanda's having a show with the Vision. The Vision did not come back in this movie, and the stones are gone. So I don't know how Vision's going to well, be in the Disney Plus show. There's a rumor that it's dated back into the 1950s, which, again, I don't know how Vision ties into that without yeah. time traveling or true, reassembling yeah. his body or something. Because he but... wasn't in the 50s either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. He didn't exist then either. Yeah. Because yeah. he was created in 2015. <laughs> and then one last thing I wanted to touch on. I'm glad that they didn't erase the events of Infinity War, but it's surprising that we took this five-year jump, and now we're still there. So I guess that, you know, Spider-Man, you know, Homecoming does take place in 2023, and mm-hmm. the half of his class that didn't get snapped all graduated, and now the half that's still there are there with kids that were eighth graders. <laughs> Which is amazing and... that all of his friends were not part of that half, but, you know, it's yeah. how, how convenient. Hmm. I think that that's interesting, too, on... Talking more on Far From Home, I think that the reason why he's going to have this red and black suit that I've heard people are not interested in is because he's going to become edgy. And we all know how I love edgy Spider-Man. He's going to be super emo from Tony dying. Yeah, dude, and I'm super excited for it. We, hey, we got Jake Gyllenhaal taking over that mentor role. Right. <laughs> oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, but no, I'm, re- I'm really excited for uh, Black Panther... Captain Marvel and Spider-Man is kind of the main, th- the new big three. Doctor Strange. Yeah, I'm not that big oh, yeah. fan of Doctor Strange. I loved Doctor Strange one. I loved it. Yeah. I was like, I should do a lot of drugs and watch this. <laughs> he's like, to me, he's like the same as Ant- I like the movie, but like visually, but I feel like he's the same as Ant-Man. Like his solo movies, I'll be like, oh okay. But when the team-up movies, I'm like, oh yeah, he works better in this. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's really it, guys. Damn, how long we talked? That had been over an hour. Yeah, it was probably three hours. That was definitely over an hour. <laughs> that was three. How long was the movie? Which was long? Three right? hours and two minutes. <laughs> so, uh, that, so that's really it. Uh, shit. I mean, usually we have a fan question, but we already did the yeah. We just gave the, the fan answers. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Alyssa, for coming on. Thank you um, for having me. Do we, Alyssa? What? We're, we're gonna put you on the spot. What's our oh, fan gosh. question for next week? Is anything you want to ask our fans? That she won't be here to answer. Yeah, well, she could, <laughs> anything. She could tweet at us. Can it be dark? 
It can be whatever you want it to be. I don't even know what we're Lowest talking about. moment in your life. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we're we're going to have... Most traumatic. <laughs> yeah. well, we sh- I don't know if we should do a fan question. We should have plenty of fans oh, on yeah. our show next we week. We got a yeah. special episode coming to you guys next week, so stay tuned for that. Um, we'd like to thank American Spirits for the use of our theme song, Blanket Forts. For, uh, we also like to thank Serger Burger for the use of... Um, we didn't use his themes, but we'll thank him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, we thank your effort. We like to thank the fans, and we like to thank anyone who accidentally got the movie spoiled for them because they turned this on and walked away. The movie's been out for five yeah. days at this point. <laughs> you have five whole days. <laughs> come on, come on. So, all right, so we'll, we'll do guest first. So, Alyssa, where can we find you at on social media? Um, I'm fiercely private. All my stuff is private, so... So you can't, can't find, find her me. anywhere. Don't look. You can't, can't find, find me. Are you in Zach's Twitter bio? That's the question. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, actually. Ooh! <laughs> I just accidentally <laughs> snitched on Zach. Casting, bro. <laughs> hey, Matt. Now I can actually go back on social media and fix that. Oh, that's fair. Well, Boom. yeah. Okay. All right, so... Isaiah, where can we find you? You can find me at php underscore islaya on Twitter. Um, you can find me at the same thing on Instagram if you want to see pictures of Nova. Uh, that's really it. Where can we find you, Josh? Zach was ready to talk, I could tell uh, you. Uh, it's fine. He can wait. He'll close us out. But I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead. Yeah, I'll close you out. You. Uh, so uh, you can find me at underscore Joshua Singh underscore and on YouTube at Joshua Singh Reviews. And um, I'm finally back on Twitter. Haven't gotten back on Instagram yet just because I don't like it. But maybe I'll get back on because <laughs> I have to promote our podcast. But, yep. <laughs> um, but God, it's just you ever go to the trending page on Instagram? Just the worst. All right, Zach. Yeah, <laughs> Zach, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me at Zach the Pigeon on Twitter, and Instagram still in the works. It will be for a while. <laughs> you told us three episodes ago. You said that you gave, you gave up. up. Did I? Well, there's hope. There's hope. The adventures have taught me anything. There's hope. Just follow my Instagram. We'll go back and we'll, we'll, tell, tell them your Instagram. Though. We'll go back in time to four episodes ago and stop Zach from saying he's not going to make an Instagram. <laughs> but that will only create a new reality. Oh, that won't damn. fix ours. I'm not.